0: Today's episode is brought to you by Diane Kinlaw of Go Prime Mortgage and Jamie Tulak of EXP Realty.
1: Thank you for listening to the Guys Who Do Stuff podcast. Visit guyswhodostuff.com. You probably shouldn't Google that.
0: Hello and welcome to the Guys Who Do Stuff Podcast. I am Joe.
1: And I'm Josh.
0: And uh, we are coming to you over Zoom. Josh is riding a motorcycle during this call, keeping it very safe. The first ever Zoom call from a motorcycle,
1: I think. It's a wonderful place to be, Joe.
0: And uh, we're going to talk to you guys today about doing stuff during quarantine and some exciting news about the stay-at-home order entering into the first phase of closing according to the governor and what that means as well as share some cool stories of some good news that's going on and talk a little bit about what you binging.
1: (laughs) What you binging, I love that joke, good good one.
0: (laughs) Marbles, the children's museum. In downtown Raleigh, obviously closed because of social distancing, has given their space over to helping the Interfaith Food Shuttle and the National Guard there help packing meals. They've already packed 600,000 pounds of food, this organization, the Interfaith Food Shuttle, since March. This is also the same thing. I don't know if you live in the area, maybe you've heard of the organization called Backpack Buddies that essentially provides food for kids who would only really eat if they have their school's free lunch or their school's uh, free breakfast programs. And they are providing meals for those students right now during this time. And I thought that was such a cool thing. And they are looking for donations. If you want to help out, it's foodshuttle.org. And they're doing a great job feeding a bunch of kids during this time when school is closed.
1: I have a question. What's up with the Bono U2 look today? I'm really liking it.
0: Oh, these are the the yellow tinted glasses so that you don't get the blue light, so you don't get a headache from staring at your computer screen all day. I I wish I was on a motorcycle like you. Tell us about that bike, man.
1: So I I was blessed with this motorcycle from a magazine. So I'm writing a story for the magazine about facing fear in a pandemic. I have this beautiful KTM Super Duke GT and been out enjoying country roads and getting accustomed to the motorcycle. I did a long distance trip this weekend to visit my dad, who's isolated on a farm in the middle of Virginia.
0: And I know that it's, it's extra challenging for you because you were laid up before the COVID-19 hit. So you had already spent a good amount of time in self-isolation on your couch.
1: I mean, all. you know, I'm really, I'm, I'm, I'm one of those that I'm not an introvert. I'm an extrovert right. with introvert tendencies, but normally an extrovert, what I've heard, they're very anxious right now. They want to be out, they want to connect, they like video happy hours and those sort of things. I've been, being an extrovert, I've found sort of a balance in all this. And I think a lot of it is due to being able to go out and ride a motorcycle.
0: What, when is the article going to come out? When can people check it out?
1: Oh, we don't know yet. I'm not under any deadline, but the storyline wow. is coming together well. I've been making photographs of this motorcycle in beautiful locations also abandoned schools, downtowns that are not crowded early in the morning so I'm, I'm making capturing these nice moments of moto distancing.
0: Very cool man. Have you had any run into any kind of good news stories when you're out and about traveling?
1: I came across some signs in Virginia this weekend when i was riding in the country, unique and interesting signage thanking COVID-19 frontliners.
0: I don't know if you're starting to get the sense of it but as I'm talking to people, either doing a podcast with them or just checking in on people, I think people are getting to the point now where we're just kind of over this social distancing. It's, it's getting more and more difficult to remain true to the idea of staying home is, is still a good idea. I, I think it still is, and I think we still should, but it's getting harder and harder to reconcile, I think, for a lot of people.
1: Well, I think that has something to do with the weather, right? Becoming really nice summertime, right?
0: And then I think that like, I find myself in a position where I feel very grateful that my job allowed me to continue to work and continue to earn during this time. But I know that there are people that haven't been in that kind of a situation that haven't had any money come in in over a month now. And if you put yourself in their shoes, it's got to start to feel more ridiculous, the stay at home order, because it's... There's the safety thing, absolutely, but they have to provide. They have to provide for themselves and for their family. And it's just, I'm very excited that we're entering into phase one now of, the, of everything starting to lift, the stay-at-home order starting to lift.
1: Let's check in on who we know, right? Who have you known or heard about that's either had COVID-19 or overcome it or unfortunately uh, succumbed to it?
0: I have a cousin up in Michigan that has, has COVID, been in the hospital, and has not succumbed to it, but that's that's the only person that I know personally at this point.
1: A friend of mine had passed away, a friend in New York. So between last time we spoke and now, my wife's aunt in Los Angeles picked it up at a grocery store. That's the only place she was going. She tested positive and is currently an overcomer in a rehabilitation facility for COVID-19 patients. So let me just set the story up because not everybody I speak with has either had somebody that's very close to be very sick with it or to die. But in ours so far, we've known uh, Jerry in New York and now my wife's cousin and her husband and the mother-in-law. So the wife picked it up first, felt the symptoms. Of course, everyone was praying for her. She was quarantined. The husband came to check on her April 14th in quarantine. He was not positive at the time. He became positive. The mother-in-law became positive. The husband went into the hospital. The husband went into ICU. The wife, which is my wife's cousin, went into ICU. And the husband passed away two days ago. That's the second person we've known to die of it. That's my wife's cousin's husband in Los Angeles. Now, the wife's, my wife's cousin is intubated and sedated and not looking likely she's going to make it through. They're in their mid forties. Wow. Mid forties, bro. So the mother-in-law is struggling with it. So just, and now we we've learned that the, my wife's cousin worked in the hospital. Her husband did not. The mother-in-law did not. So statistically, she got it at the hospital and brought it home, unfortunately. So that's it is real. People are saying, is this real? People are going back out. People are going to the beaches. We're reopening. We're excited. But we have to remember that there is no vaccination and that this is a reality where people are dying within two weeks of contracting it. Uh, So let's
0: talk a little bit about what reopening means because it doesn't mean like we're going back to normal now. What it means, according to North Carolina, which is where Josh and I live, is that our governor has lifted the stay at home order. So, here's a couple of things that have changed that people can gather with up to 10 people. And so, that means you can have people over to your home, things of those nature, as well as we can have funerals of up to 50, so long as those funerals are held outside and that people are able to maintain the six feet of social distancing between people who are not in an immediate family. And so, I just wanted to talk a little bit about that because you keep seeing pictures of people at the beach or people out, and I like the way that that particular order was phrased because it's very difficult. Even when we go out, uh, maybe a couple of my family members might go out to get groceries. You wouldn't think that we're social distancing, but we're immediate family members, so we're not keeping six feet apart. Right. And uh, so, just before you want to go tattletale heavy if you see people out and about and breaking the rules, <laughs> the the rule does seem to stipulate here that you need to be six feet apart if you don't share an immediate household. So that's one of the things that can change. Another thing that is changing is that churches with less than 10 people are able to meet again, as well as drive-in services are going to be allowed. Wait, think,
1: did you just say churches with less than 10 people?
0: That's right. So that's not a lot of churches I don't think qualify for that. But
1: Early, yeah, if your church
0: has more than 10 people, you're not open. <laughs> you're not open. Well,
1: you said sorry. You, I interrupted, but you were saying drive-ins. Is that drive-in movie theaters or
0: drive-in churches? So this is churches that want to have a service, and the people will stay in their cars. So essentially, you might haul a sound system out. You might get an FM transmitter, but it's it's very much like a drive-in experience. But you're just not supposed to get out of your car. So this is supposed to be a, a kind of a transitionary step, which I think is going to be very needed for smaller churches that don't have things like online giving set up where if they don't meet, they don't have money coming in. And um, I do feel bad and my heart goes out to a lot of the smaller churches that are going to be hit really hard by this pandemic.
1: My dad, my dad attends a church. My dad attends a church in the middle of Virginia in the country. It's called Hollywood Baptist and uh, it's in Hollywood, Virginia, but they're doing that, Joe, they're doing the drive-in. Right. Um, the drive-in preaching session, and then the the pastor uh, leaves, uh, records a voicemail of encouragement that's about five or six minutes long with scripture and encouragement, and sends that out to everyone. And they get it, receive it as a voicemail.
0: I love how people are figuring out how to adapt to to honor and keep safe, keep their people safe, keep their customer base safe, keep the people they care about safe but not completely stop uh, doing the things that they're called to do. Figuring out how to kind of pivot in our new environment. And I like the idea of a drive-in church service. I wish we had more drive-ins. I wish they hadn't all gone out of business because that would have been something fun to do this weekend. Go you know what's
1: funny the- is that uh, our small group minor project, which is helping you know sow seed that we were given and make the world a better place, our strongest idea was a drive-in movie theater evening. And when you look at the scope of everything where we're at, but all of a sudden, these things are coming back. These drive-ins are becoming more popular, aren't they?
0: I think they're back right now because that's the only thing. I don't know if they'll come back and stay after this thing ends. We'll see.
1: Yeah. What do you think will stay, Joe?
0: I think working from home is going to stay a lot more than it had in the past. I I like
1: that. I think think gardening is going to become more popular.
0: Everybody's out taking pride in their lawn, doing stuff that they can do to clean up the space and have it look nice. I did go out to Lowe's, the home improvement store, to try to pick something up, and it was so busy. I had never seen it that busy on Sunday. There was no way that everybody was social distancing, but I would say like 90% of the people had masks.
1: An engineer told me that when, speaking of masks, he took the example of an N95 mask. He said the virus is so small that imagine a birdhouse and imagine a golf ball going through that hole. That's still the size of the virus compared to the best that an N95 can do to filter that virus. My Interesting.
0: understanding was it's trying to do its best to prevent droplets because I think that was a the big concern,
1: right? If you sneeze or you cough yeah. or you're talking. That's true. That's true. Things, things, coming, things coming out of our mouth, right?
0: Yeah. So that's another one of the changes that's now allowed is churches and business with less than 10 people, which I don't know how many churches that is, and then drive-in services. But I think the big deal is you can can see your family. And uh, my mom came and visited, which is fantastic. We hadn't seen her in months and um, just long overdue visiting with family. And so now that's allowed again. And then another thing that's changing is bookstores, clothing shops, and other retailers can reopen as long as they follow social distancing rules. This does not mean that movie theaters or restaurants or barbershops are open. Those are still going to be closed. But all those stores that do open, if they should choose to, it doesn't mean that they're going to be open. And I drove around even though the order was lifted earlier this week and nothing was open. I was just out driving around to see nothing other than Lowe's, Home Depot, Target, the things that had been open, grocery stores. Uh, but those stores that want to reopen are limited to 20% of their capacity. And so that means that they've got to just keep up with that social distancing. But hair th- our haircut places are still closed. I haven't, I haven't broke down and let my wife give me a haircut yet. But I need one, man.
1: <laughs> nah, let it grow, Joe. I like the look. I, I did my Trader Joe's grocery shopping this morning. I go every couple of weeks on Monday morning right before they open, which is for the people who are not seniors, 9 a.m. Yeah. So, if you're a senior, which is interesting, because the lady in front of me turns around and says, "That's kind of funny how they ask you if you're a senior." You know, <laughs> so, remember, are you old enough to buy beer? And now it's, are you a senior?
0: Yeah. Did you so, have to wait in line? We had to wait in line when we went into Trader Joe's
1: today. I was number two in line, which is which is perfect. I did notice that in Trader Joe's there were arrows a couple of weeks ago, and now today there were no arrows. Yeah. So.
0: They probably didn't
1: work out. Yeah, they kind of pulled back on that. But people are still sort of going with the flood.
0: Our title sponsors for this show are Diane Kinlaw and Jamie Tulak. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or wish to refinance, why not seek the counsel of a friend who happens to know the triangle housing market better than the back of her hand? As your local lender, Diane Kinlaw knows how important this area is to you because it's her home too. That's why she's made it a goal not to just be the best loan officer around, but a community leader supporting small businesses with referrals and networking events and supporting local charities with frequent fundraisers. If you're looking to move to Holly Springs or the surrounding area, or maybe interested in a refinance to lower your term or rate, Diane offers a wide array of programs to fit your family's needs. Let her be a part of your path home. A home doesn't have to be a dream. Let Diane make it a reality. You can contact us at www.goprime.com and search for Diane or call 919-624-9541. Go Prime Mortgage Incorporated Company, NMLS number 69551. Diane Kinlaw, NMLS number 1600777. Go Prime is an equal housing opportunity lender. Today's show sponsor, Jamie Tulak of EXP Realty, has a passion for serving clients and nearly a decade of industry experience as a top producing realtor and designer. Jamie Tulak of EXP Realty will help you reach your real estate goals. Whether you're buying, selling, investing, or renting in today's market, having an experienced real estate expert working for you is crucial. And don't forget to ask her about her Hometown Heroes credit for military, police, firefighters, teachers, and medical providers. Contact Jamie Tulac today at 559-707-1913. That's 559-707-1913. MRP certified. One of the things that still has remained the same, even though we're in this phase one of reopening, is that people are still encouraged to stay home except for essential travel. So not a good time for vacations and stuff, obviously. And then, so that's all Wake County, what we've been talking about. And then Orange County and Durham County have extended their stay-at-home orders to May 8th and to the 15th. So Orange County is the 8th and Durham County is the 15th.
1: The hot spot in North Carolina is Orange County at that Senior Living Center.
0: Oh, that's a really sad, sad situation there,
1: I rode through there on the motorcycle this weekend, and it was sad because I usually stop at the Weaver Street market. There's usually lots of cyclists there and lots of hippies and lots of cool people, and you go in and you get your great food at the buffet, and nobody it was just very strange. of course, people were buying groceries, but it just was... so so Hillsboro, Orange county, all that extended you say
0: yeah. yeah so just just another week and two weeks so one extra week for Orange County and two weeks for Durham. And so some people are starting to return to work. I'm going to start going back into my co-working space, which is opening back up, which is very exciting. And, but I think a lot of companies, is just based on the company. They're going to make a decision based on what's best for their people. And just because we can doesn't mean everybody's going to open. And it's just now that, it's, now that we're allowed. So it's, it's good news to see that it's starting to open back up, but it's certainly not like one of those things you should be like, hey, everything's back open and just expect everything to be open. Uh, it could be very few businesses take advantage of reopening. We don't know how it's going to play out yet.
1: I think I saw a stat on the Spanish flu where the first wave of the Spanish flu was like 1.5 million. And then people came out. And then the second wave was the one that got like 20 million people, something like that. Yeah. I don't know. Call me a doomsday or call me on the bottom of the whatever. But uh, all this excitement, watch out.
0: A concern that I have is that people who are bored are going to take unnecessary risks out of boredom. And so I hope that doesn't happen. Where I certainly can empathize with people who just need to get back to work and because they haven't earned any money. And those people taking the right precautions and doing everything they can, like you can't hold that against them. Excited for those people to be able to return to work. But I'm just hoping that the majority of us just don't get bored and make bad decisions because we haven't been able to do stuff in a while. So
1: speaking, so speaking of boredom and bad decisions, or speaking of decisions, I want to tell everybody that I learned something about mortgage forbearance mortgage forbearance is that if your mortgage loan is underwritten by the U S government or backed up by the U S government, which the overwhelming majority of them are, you have a right to have your mortgage forbearance amount added on or tacked on to the end of your long-term most of the mortgage companies which are banks mortgage banks are telling people that their payments is due in a lump sum at the end of the forbearance period and that is not accurate so it was said that the meek will not inherit the earth this pandemic and what what that means is that you can't be inactive when it comes to things of that nature, because the banks are in the interest of their own self. So word to the wise, heard it from Clark Howard, the Clark Howard podcast that these customer service reps, when you call about to service your mortgage are often third party or yeah. not brought up on up to speed on the way that's working. So ask to speak to a supervisor whenever you are whenever you are granted mortgage forbearance, you are connected with a caseworker. And that caseworker can then negotiate with you, but Uh the customer service rep will not disclose that information up front, and neither will the letter that you receive in the mail.
0: That's good. It's good to ask those questions. Also, I've heard of landlords and uh, people who are charging rent offering a very similar program of allowing people to wait to pay it off. But then unfortunately, what I've heard from many people is that they will... At the end of the three months, like let's say they give them some grace for three months, then they're going to want all of their rent, which just doesn't work if you're a small business owner and you spent three months not making money.
1: No. Lump sum, lump sum. Yeah. No kidding. Doesn't doesn't work.
0: Let's switch gears and just talk about what you've been binging. One of the few things that we all can do is uh, I remember, and I still think it's really funny, if you saw the meme about like the way that people have overcome giant problems in the past, like fighting a war or doing, and then like what our government asked us to do to beat this pandemic was to order in and watch Netflix. And I feel like I'm doing my part. So what have you been binging, Josh?
1: I I envy your Netflix binging. (laughs) I canceled our Netflix a while ago and focused on Disney plus so that my, yeah. yeah. So that my six year old has a good wholesome variety of things we can trust. Yeah, there's um, a
0: lot of good stuff on Disney+. Plus. I, I heard an article yeah. from Cheddar. It was a video a broadcast from them this morning about how they're predicting, and many experts are, that it's going to basically pan out between Netflix and Disney+. Plus. And then Perfect. all the other companies that are starting to try it and be startups are going to regret the fact that they didn't become distribution channels for Netflix and Disney+. Plus. However, I, I don't know. They didn't talk about HBO Max, which is coming out on the 27th of May which they got the rights to Friends and Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and just a ton of content from Warner Brothers. And they're rebooting Looney Tunes, like with new Looney Tune cartoons, Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck kind of stuff.
1: Man, it's hard to beat the old stuff. It's hard to beat the old Looney Tunes. I mean, how come on? They smoked cigarettes and drank whiskey and shot (laughs) guns.
0: Yeah, I'm wondering how the new ones are going to compare, you know?
1: And the stuff they, those artists drew on paper versus the stuff on computers, sorry, guys, it doesn't work <laughs> as well, as well. Good, good, good
0: I saw something the other day that I wanted to, if you haven't ca- caught it yet, I think this is a great idea talk about being innovative. The cast of Parks and Rec came back and reprised their characters in the form of a Zoom call where they were just calling and checking in on each other and did a, a half an hour episode to raise money for a, for a charity. And it was really well done and fun to watch.
1: Somebody needs to run with that with a Zoom call uh, comedy where every time there's a cut to someone, he's got his hands in his pants or he's spilling coffee on himself. <laughs> something of that a nature. Completely,
0: just a completely sitcom based yeah. off a Zoom call. I could see that. It a may be new, yeah. a
1: complete new thing.
0: The first thought yeah. I had too was like somebody needs to call the office people from the office and have them like, do an episode like this because this would be the perfect way to do a reunion to have like a small paper company do zoom calls with you know all the drama that was around being in an office
1: Uh, joe have you seen the guy that does the he hip-hop raps the dr seuss book fox on socks no i haven't oh that is legit it is so good for all ages he's this white dude in a library and he's like probably a thespian probably an actor but you wouldn't know it but He does this hip-hop rendition of Dr. Seuss's, I think it's called Fox on Socks. It is so good. Can we share it in the notes later, Joe?
0: Yeah, I'll put put a link down there. Uh, Speaking of Disney+, Plus, we have been watching as a family. They put all the Tom Bergeron-era America's Home Videos episodes on there. Really? Yeah. So they're, they're the older ones. They hold up, man. America's Funniest Home Videos, people getting hit in the crotch, still funny.
1: So, oh my gosh! Thanks so much for that. I'm going to watch that with my six-year-old. He'd love that stuff. My six-year-old and I have developed a sword fight routine because I learned in college how to um, fence, and I learned the steps. So he wanted to sword fight, so we created out of pool noodles, which we're not using because the pool's not open. Right. We we turned his pool noodles into lightsabers and swords. So, uh,
0: so you made and, uh, you made like your own scene, the film.
1: Oh yeah, we have a choreographed scene that repeats on loop. It's great. Nice.
0: We had uh, we were watching the AFV stuff and there was a sequence where a bunch of people put the rubber bands on the, the sprayers on the sink to mess with people. And so we've been doing that for the last three or four days around the house. I've been watching some more HBO shows. I got into that Silicon Valley show. That's pretty interesting. It's a startup company that figured out a compression algorithm, didn't know what they had. And decided instead of taking a $10 million buyout to take $200,000 for uh, 5% equity from somebody who knows what they're doing, and they're going to build their own company. So I'm season one, pretty cool. And I'm also uh, watching Curb Your Enthusiasm, and I'm almost to the point where they're going to do the Seinfeld reunion. And so it's, that's getting exciting.
1: Love it. So I got, I got hooked up with a motorcycle ministry at Hope, Church, Hope Community Church.
0: I saw that they, I saw them starting to post pictures.
1: Yeah, I, I, t- I made the photograph. So that one we did it yesterday. So Adam Lee uh, initiated it, and there were five of us guys yesterday. It was fantastic.
0: Yeah, that's very cool. If you ride bikes, that's something cool to check out.
1: Yeah, so it's going to be marketed more at Hope Community Church website soon. I think Pastor, Pastor Mike just mentioned it, but already it's a growing ministry, and we're just guys and gals who get together and ride motorcycles, talk talk shop, and talk about our spiritual life and sort of what's going on in the world. Of course, it's all socially distanced.
0: I've been enjoying the, the online services from Hope. They yeah, do, likewise. They do, a good job with them. they do a good job. It's gethope.tv if you, if you want to check it out.
1: My son and I are playing a motorcycle racing game on Xbox. Oh, fun. Yeah, so I was inquiring with one of my brothers, who's a video gamer, about what's the best system for a really good diehard motocross game. Mm -hmm. And he told me about them. And then so we determined that the Xbox One, which is a newer edition of the Xbox, had this game called MX versus ATV. So, Oh, I played it. Yeah,
0: I downloaded the demo. It's fun.
1: Oh, really? The day after he told me that, I texted my buddy who's a, a gamer in my neighborhood. And I said, do you by chance have an Xbox One sitting around? He's like, dude, absolutely. You can take it and I'll even give you the game too. And you guys can just enjoy it during this whole thing. Uh, so tough. now Eli and I have this you know thing where we're we're racing each other and we're we spend time together riding our bikes every day. So you know, that brings, you know really that's that's well, all the time I've been putting on TV man.
0: Yeah. Well, my daughters and I play the game Fortnite and when the coronavirus hit, they had just changed the way that the game works so that you got matched with people that were on your skill level, so we we started getting into it again. But then it turned back into Land and Die when when school got canceled and all the kids would just destroy you when you landed. That's how it is for me. And um, there's something really interesting going on in the game, which is that they're booking concerts. And then the concerts happen in the game. So kids log in with their avatars and they've had had Diplo do a concert a couple days ago. They had Travis do a concert and it unlocks characters in the games. And it's a whole interesting, exciting way to think through like, I don't know if you're familiar with a game like Fortnite, but it's a massive online, massive multiplayer online type of thing. And it's 100 people play. This is the way the game works. You jump off of a bus and then it's the last person alive wins. And so like each lobby is 100 different people. And so these concert events, basically it's one event, but you get to watch the concert with 100 other people. And it unlocks stuff in the game. But I thought, man, what an interesting way to think about, talk about adapting, how to do a virtual event if you're a musician is to do a concert in a game that's got hundreds of thousands of kids playing it on Friday night at nine o'clock and just perform in front of those kids.
1: Yeah, Fortnite, that's a local, uh, that was founded by somebody who lives here in the in Cary, right?
0: Yeah, Epic is right in Cary, yeah, over there by the Home Depot off of Walnut.
1: <laughs> I've been really getting into birds and my bluebirds had a, had a, ba- a uh, they're called a clutch. It's a clutch of babies and those babies, they brood babies. That's what it's called when bluebirds have babies. They brood. And so they brood and they have them, and they're called a clutch. And that clutch fledges. And so my clutch fledged, and I had this bluebird baby experience, which was fantastic. That's cool. So, uh, gotten really into my bird feeders and doing mealworms and live mealworms now. And my bluebirds are coming back and building another one. And we got our garden going real nice, and I'm growing like several things right now, especially peppers. So, doing that, man.
0: I'm glad you're able to get out and ride your bike around too. That's good. Getting out of the house and doing that stuff. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm also excited for everybody that the the stay at home order is being lifted, although realistically lifted. I feel at this point, it's not like a crazy thing. And I hope that we enjoy our new tiny bit of new freedom without and still be very responsible and keep very safe. But I'm excited to have people start coming back in the studio. I got plenty of space to keep people six feet apart and maintain all the rules here. And um, getting that sense of normalcy back. And I hope that there's many people out there that are going to get that sense of normalcy back soon as well.
1: But Joe, will check your temperature. So keep that in mind. If you're hot. They do. Forget
0: about it. They check the temperature at the door here um, before you come in. So you're not allowed in if you have a temperature. Which I think is what a lot of businesses might choose to do as well.
1: What about the beaches, Joe? Are they back open yet? What's the news on the beaches? I I'd heard
0: that they had opened, but I think there's just social distancing. But I think that they had only opened, if I'm, if I'm remembering correctly, so please be sure to check this out before you drive to the beach. They only reopened for the people who lived on them. I'm excited to hear more and read your article when you come up with it. That's pretty exciting.
1: Well, thanks, Joe. It's very private right now, but uh, it, is, it, is, it is on paper. And there is a nice, very nice gallery of beautiful photographs of the machine in a world that we've not experienced before, Joe.
0: Yeah, it's a crazy time, man. Just like we were saying, just driving around when it seems like there should be people out and there's not. It's just a good reminder to keep checking in. That do self care, pay attention to your mental health. This is this has gone on for a long time, and it's been a challenging situation for for a lot of people.
1: Yeah, yeah, and read books. Read keep books. your brain. Yeah, keep your brain stimulated.
0: Journal, self-care. Hey, let me ask you, I have, I really miss date nights and it's been very challenging to come up with things that feel like date night for my wife and I, who used to, our date night would just be, we maybe we'd go out and we'd get dessert somewhere or we'd hang out at a restaurant and just get out of the house together with, with no kids. And now there's just, those options are very limited. Have you heard of any great ideas for coming up with date nights?
1: Well, Joe, so you're struggling in this department, huh? Yes, I where am. You, I do want to
0: I want to come up with a great idea for a date night, but everything in my mind seems pretty lame.
1: Weren't you a sex counselor, Joe?
0: <laughs> yes, but I said date night, not sex night.
1: <laughs> you didn't write anything down in those times, Joe?
0: <laughs> I know I know the things like you can cook dinner and everything, and I know all that it makes a lot of sense. Play board games. We do all that. It just it feels like it's not the same. Like I'm looking. I can
1: tell you this. There's about what are there four elements of the earth: fire, water, air, dirt. A fire always renews, right? Like, and it's symbolic as long as it's controlled. You don't want to burn your house down. But candles, cutting the lights down, or even being outside and having a little fire and a you know glass of bottle of wine, and creating like a campsite in your backyard, like sort of having adventures at home. If you're fortunate enough to have a fence like you do or... That's a good idea. I'm
0: going to bust the tent out and see if the kids want to camp.
1: Oh, camping, man, is brilliant. Like in the backyard. Tell me I'm the first one to give you this idea, right? I was just
0: thinking if I put the kids out in the backyard to camp, then I would have the house with me and Lori.
1: By the way, it's perfect right now because there are no mosquitoes and the weather is very nice at nighttime.
0: Yeah, it's really great weather right now, man. sure is.
1: Yeah, so I would say anything outdoorsy that you can do, especially in your backyard, turn that backyard into a loved festival
0: <laughs> i don't know if my neighbors would appreciate a love festival
1: <laughs> i bet you'd be surprised they probably would we're, we're all, all looking for 7 PM to... applause, Joe. 7pm <laughs> uh... applause you know for frontliners <laughs> remember it all revolves around a candle a flame
0: i'll light some crap on fire
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right man take care see you later
1: bye everybody bye We love making this stuff for you. You can help us out by subscribing wherever you get your podcasts. Get unstuck, tell a better story, and have a good answer to the question What are you doing today?